the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Windy. I think I saw trash cans and small children flying by in NTM as well this afternoon. A couple minutes after four, listen to the Tim DeMai show. I know when I get home, our our lawn chairs that we put around our fire pit are going to all be on their backs. That's just how it is. Victoria, how are you doing today? Doing well. It is rather blustery today. Happy Friday. Yes, and back-to-back days. We have a uh, sunny day, but a chilly day, and uh, tomorrow, a lot like today, maybe a little warmer, but around the freezing mark, Sunday gets interesting. The clouds, a little light snow in the afternoon, and then we'll see how it goes into Monday. Yeah, I'm hearing some snow, possibly. Yeah. Well, I, we, I've we heard a few inches, three, four, five, six, we'll see, and maybe even spilling into Monday night and all that. So one day at a time, but it's going to be cold the next few days, and that snow expected at some point. Sunday into Monday. Flyers, uh, speaking of cold, on the rink, 3-1 last night over Jersey. Carter Hart with 33 saves. They play at home against the Islanders tomorrow. Claude Giroux got his first goal of the year, among other Flyers to score last night. Sixers are at Minnesota this evening at 8. And on a preborn uh, partnership, good news. We're up to 494 ultrasounds, just 66 to go. And this coming Sunday is the deadline for that. We're partnering with Preborn, which is the ministry that provides free ultrasound sessions for pregnant women and girls who otherwise might choose to end their pregnancy. June in Sicklerville has done five. Jay in Lansdale has done seven. Got a bunch of other folks here. We'll give a couple of thank yous during the program. But the main idea is the power of one. $28 covers the cost of one. And it's just a simple idea, but very powerful and a very effective way to promote life. A very high percentage of the women and girls who get to see their child through the ultrasound are much more likely to keep their child. It's really that simple. So if you want to help out, you can either call 833-850-BABY, 833-850-2229, or on our site, there's a pre-born banner at WFIL.com, and that's where we have our little bit of a scoreboard. We try to update as much as we can, and currently uh, that, that scoreboard is being flipped into the newest number, which is 494 down and just 66 to go. That wraps up again this coming Sunday. Also, just a quick heads up, uh, my brother Bob, who joined our program, I guess it was last Friday, he's an author, and among other things, he's written a lot of books. He wrote, I guess it was uh, Jim Daly from Focus on the Family's uh, um, autobiography, or biography, well, how, which is which, I forget. Autobiography is when you write it, and biographies when someone writes it about yes, you. or you can collaborate, I believe, with them it, still for the biography. Yeah, so when you collaborate, I don't know what, what, what it's called. Yeah. Well, so anyway, he wrote Jim's life story <laughs> with Jim's help, and uh has written with uh, Phil Robertson from Duck Dynasty and a bunch of others. He wrote a book called Black Friday, and um, it's on the topic of abortion. It's part of something called the Soul Survivor Series, which was originally written with Tim LaHaye from the Left Behind series some years ago. Uh, Black Friday has been freshly updated, and you can have it free. 
as part of Sanctity of Human Life Month. Just go to WFL.com and look on the contest page. So a lot to pack into this hour, and that's by Sunday as well. A lot to pack into the hour. We're going to take an early break. And coming up soon, we have uh, a good friend of our program, hip-hop artist KJ52, joining us from much warmer confines. He's in Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay, Florida, which is home, of course, to the Super Bowl, which yeah. is, I guess, a week from Sunday. Yes. KJ is – so he's a Buccaneers fan, so I'm going to talk to him about that a little bit. Um, he also – I'll tell you this. I'm, I'm going to tease him about it when we see him or talk to him. He looks – he's a spitting image of who the Phillies just announced they officially signed. Catcher JT Romuto. Really? The Phillies announced that they have – you know, people heard about it. Right. But they actually sent a press release out today that – it is real. It is indeed happening. The Phillies have signed JT to a, a five-year deal. It was and, pending a physical. Pool, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. I have a press release right here somewhere. Anyhow, that's right in front of me. Uh, through 2025, five-year deal. And, um, in fact, he's going to be doing a Zoom call with media on Monday. So, Yay. Hope to have. <laughs> so much kind of exciting news. We're not in the Super Bowl, but, you know, other good Philly sports news. That's right. <laughs> well, we hope to have some audio from that press conference uh, perhaps on Monday's show or, or during next week as JT certainly – very important part of the Phillies team. Yes. So anyhow, if you, it's not, they're not exactly the same, but if you look, if you, if you throw up a couple of pictures, maybe during the break for fun, if you want to look on your phone, but uh, just look up KJ five, two, and then look up JT Romuto and they have a striking similarity. At least that's what I happen to think. So uh, anyhow, he'll be joining us. He's picking his kids up from something. He said, I can be on the show, but it might be noisy in the car. So, I said, well. that's, that's fine. You can put your kids on the show, too. That's yeah, all good. The more, the merrier. That's exactly it. Because you know what? It's our famous Friday show, which also we have on the back end, the uh, pun segment. Now, that's punny. Yes. So that'll be a nice cap. And if that wasn't enough, how about we open the phones right now? Let's give away a few gift cards. $5.60. Just a little thank you for listening. Courtesy of Brian or Chevrolet. If you'd like one, 800-560-9345 right now. 800 560 Nine three four five. You can pick if you want Duncan, Panera, Rita's, or Wawa. Again, courtesy of Brian or Chevrolet, five dollars sixty cent. And enough to get a couple of coffees, take a friend out and get a quick snack or bite to eat and chat. That kind of thing. We encourage the relationship, uh, you know, angle on this. Or you can just go get a hoagie and throw it down. You know, you don't have to share, but you could. Uh, so we'll take a couple callers now. Eight hundred five sixty. We'll take the first two. How about that? Eight hundred five sixty WFIL. Eight hundred five sixty nine three four five. Going to play a fun song for you on the other side of this called Coke Fried Cheeseburger, which is a signature song of KJ52's. And we're going to dial them up and hopefully bring them into the program here in a few minutes. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. It's the Tim DeMoss Show podcast, available at WFIL.com. Thanks for listening. Coke and a fried cheeseburger, say that's all that I want to order. This is Coke and a fried cheeseburger, say that's all that I want. Come on now. Coke and a fried cheeseburger, say that's all that I want. Listen to the Tim DeMoss Show, quarter after four, our famous Friday show. And we bring in, at this point, the uh, the man, the myth, the legend. K to the J to the five to the two. Hey, Timmy, how you doing? How are you, brother? My old friend. Hello, my old nemesis. I feel like it's better. <laughs> KJ? Better <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, I like you're you're a supervillain or something. It's a oh KJ five two. We meet again. Well, I had to play your kryptonite, the the Coke fried cheeseburger song, because I know how much you love that song. And 
I embrace all my bad ideas. What's that? I said I embrace all my bad ideas. Well, we've we've been privileged to have you on the program several times the last couple of years. We go way back uh, when I was on our sister station, WZZD at the time, 990, which is our conservative news talk sister station right now, Philadelphia's AM 990, The Answer. But back in the day, you were in town, did concerts throughout the uh, tri-state area, and Coke Fried Cheeseburger was one of the most popular songs you played on the morning show in the late 90s, early 2000s. Probably the number one requested song, if you know, top five, number one, possibly, and um, you've, of course, done many other albums and all that, but uh, just for fun, uh, you know, it's not bad having a song that people still remember you by, even if it's a long time ago, right? I mean, you don't mind that too much, or, or does it bug you a little bit? No, no I, I just love it because the late 90s. I didn't write it until 2001. There you, well, there you are. Well, the show was 95 to 2004, so right around that. Okay. All right, so there. But, well, I just thought it was great that a good time travel. I, I appreciate it good. Good. Uh, back to the future. You know, next next week we're gonna have the one and only Don McLean on the program. Like Bye Bye Miss American Don Pie. McLean. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, and of wow. course American Pie is the is the song. It's the fifty year anniversary of that song. So that's an honor. Look at you. Well, but the thing is, right, it is. But you know, he's gonna you know, he of course he is known by that. He's had other songs, but he's known by that one thing. So now of yeah. course you're different because yeah. you've had many other songs. Over the years that have that have been made their way onto the you know into the hearts and minds of fans. Car. So yep, yeah. So let so let's set the stage here for a second for folks who may not know your music much. You you've done uh, a dozen albums, thirteen, fourteen albums at this point. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> Lost track. I really don't. Yeah, I really don't. I was trying to make a count the other day, and I was like, ah, do I count this one? Does this really count? Does this really really count? Yeah, it was. Uh, I just gave up. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. I, I like to I mention introduce folks to uh, you know we have all kinds of, as you can mention mentioning Don McLean joining us next week, uh, but thinking of the fact that every day is different. God, you know, God, uh, John three sixteen for God so loved the world he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And so we try to help this program reflect that and the diversity in his creation and the and the, and the gifts he gives people and the things that people are all about. And and um, so. Any case, in your case, the, the music has been a huge part of that. You, I know you love the Lord a lot, and uh, and you're passionate. So, like a lot of your songs are fun and goofy and all that, and some of them are very serious and have a lot. They pack a good punch. So, um, oh man, you should write my bio. <laughs> well, it's true, and and the song that really lately, uh, just to kind of get up to speed with folks, I wanted to point people to. I've thrown on the show a couple of times in the last couple of weeks, uh, the one year ago song. And I wanted to play that for folks in a little bit here, but just share a little bit about kind of where things have been for you in the last few years and then maybe leading up to the one year ago song itself. Yeah. Well, thank you. First of all, you've always been, uh, you've always been an advocate. I, I appreciate the, uh, the long running, uh, give or take that we have, Amen. you know, nemesis, archvillain, <laughs> superhero. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, well, I mean, you know, ever since you had them so little, Nerds, I mean, Nerds Candy at the show. I thought that was he's a special one. On the on the just to, to clarify, on that same album with Coke Fried Cheeseburger, you had Revenge of the Nerds, <laughs> and we had KJ yep. and Todd Collins in, who was involved with a lot of music, also uh, on Goatee, right? Goatee Records, which yeah. is right. That's and true. Yep. The two of you did a, a, a two, not one, but two alternative to Halloween concerts in Willow Grove, and did yep. a capacity show both times, and people threw yep. at my encouragement. 
little boxes of nerds at you while you're on stage because the song was called Revenge of the Nerds. So you didn't get any injuries, did you? Yep, that's uh, that's burned in my memory. That's <laughs> okay. You've recovered though. That's good to know. With a white hot fire, <laughs> I've recovered. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Thank you again. Um, yeah. So I mean, basically, you know, a year ago, approximately, uh, I saw the shift that was happening. I saw the change that was taking place. I saw that, you know, not only my heart was changing, but the landscape of the music was changing. And you know, I was just plotting out what's my next step. But you know, like anything, you don't want to leave it. It's hard to walk away from stuff. Um, so that's basically where I was at. So I was ending the music career from a tangible standpoint and then beginning the next step, which was going on back, which is where I've been for about a year. And truth be told, I just did not feel like I was in a I didn't feel like I had anything to write about. I felt like I was kind of in a bitter place. Yes. And um, is, pause one second. You know, Say that again, because I think your I'm not sure your phone dropped out a little bit. You were going to be on staff at a church, kind of winding music down, maybe, but weren't sure yeah. you're ready to let it go. Okay, so and then a little bit of a bitter place. Go ahead, go pick up from there. Yeah, that was basically it. And and I didn't honestly feel inspired to write anything. I didn't think there was, you know, I was in the corner with my quote unquote pom poms, the poor old me, you know. And then of course within like two three months, the whole world goes haywire. And then I find, you know, I basically find myself quarantined, uh, you know, the church was uh, on lockdown. Right. And, um, you know, in those kind of really unsure times, not that we're not out of it for some people, but I just started finding new inspiration and therapy probably from just looking at the world and writing about it. That's what I can compare it to. And, you know, little by little, because the, because all bets were off and there was no pressure, I just started writing songs. And, um hmm. You know, those songs started to evolve over time, and the final culmination was this song I wrote called One Year Ago, which was really me looking back and going, wow, what a year, right? You know, what a year, not only what a year, look how God has protected and kept and provided and, and made a way. I just took all that, poured it into the song, and it's funny because, you know, as I was recording it, I was getting choked up. You know, even just saying the lyrics were making me get choked up. I couldn't finish even out the song because... Essentially, I was having a conversation with God and myself simultaneously. And um, that's all I had. You know, I just had that kind of lyrics and a hook, and that was it. I sent it to a friend to check to, to possibly re-sing it, and he took it even further, and that was the guy from Whosoever South. And then he pulled his producer in along with the guy that I already worked with, and then next thing I know, the song has taken its whole new life, you know. And then we ended up shooting a video for it, and it was really, that was the moment when I thought, maybe there's something, maybe there's something here to talk about, you know? And that's where the Kickstarter came. And here I am a year later, got a new project. But I thought I wasn't going to have anything ever again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Folks just tuning in. KJ52, a uh, longtime friend, hip-hop artist, been around for many years. If you've been to the Creation Festival, he's been there. He's done concerts. He's done uh, station events with us down at the, uh, you know, the arenas after different games and things. And uh, most recently, I think was in the in church in Bucks County that um, that uh, I remember attending a couple of years ago, and uh, had an album called Victory Lap that was. I mean, we talked about this I think the last time you were on. That was not didn't sound too victorious. It sounded a little sad at, at points, being honest. And you and you talked about that some. And uh, part of your story yeah. now includes some hard things in the record industry and then some money issues that had happened. You know, getting getting whatever, getting into all that. Just a lot of stuff. And then you had talked about kind of wrapping that chapter of your life up, not going by the name KJ52 anymore, and just like, yeah. I'm moving forward. And so 
when I heard this song, so I was like, oh, that's a shame. But I, I'm like, you know, if that's what God's leading you to do, that, that's good. But it felt like, man, this, this should end on a higher note. And then when I saw this song one year ago, I, I listened to it literally a dozen times in a row. And I really liked it because it's not and – and, and the reason why I want to bring this up to people is – even if you feel like I don't like I don't like hip hop or rap, I can't understand all the words. Or if you don't feel, even if you're on that side of things, what you're saying in here, there's a lot of messages in the song, including struggle, including looking to God when you really don't know um, what's what's next. Um, also, not holding on to things longer than you should, like the t- the temptation to hold on to things for security when you, we want to hold on to Him. And so, the song has a lot of lyrics in it, and I know because I typed them all out. <laughs> you need to get somebody on oh, the azlyrics.com site because it says lyrics not available yet. So I couldn't just. <laughs> I funny, I just actually put them in today. Did you I really? Well, like I, I was looking half an hour ago and they weren't there. So I, I, anyhow, I, <laughs> I, I typed them all out. But the song, the point is the song I want to play here for folks applies, you know, to anyone can be encouraged by it. So I don't know. You're with your kids right now. You're driving or what's up with you at the moment? Yeah, man. Taking one to boxing, the other one's sky zone. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> okay. Can your kids? No bad vibes. Bad vibes. <laughs> How old are your kids now? Uh, my oldest is thirteen. My middle is ten, and my youngest is five. Well, let's. Can we make a deal here? Let, I have a quick commercial break to take. Then I want to play the song. And while you're driving them places, can we? Can you hang on the line, and we'll c- connect in a few minutes? Is that good for you? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, great. Well, uh, we'll do that. KJ52 on the line. I just said one other thing to kind of wrap up with. You listen to the Tim DeMar Show, AM560, WFIL.com, and on the app. Uh, thank you for hanging out with us today. Back with more in just a moment on WFIL. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMar Show podcast with AM560, WFIL, and WFIL.com. I was praying for a miracle. Back against the wall with nowhere to go. I could lose it all, but I didn't know. Where you go? Where you go? AM560, WFL.com on the app. It's KJ52. Whosoever self helping out there. And uh, one year ago, KJ52 on the line with us. Hey, my friend, still hanging on, all right? Yeah, man. Yeah, you got the kids. Do you, you still have both kids in the car, or have you dropped one off at this point? I'm ready to throw them out of the car. <laughs> Well, we don't want that to happen, at least if the car is moving. Well, but, mean, yeah. You know, I mean, so, so the song, several, I just jotted down a couple things on that song. A year ago, for anybody who's struggled with something for a while, I think one of the beauty, beautiful things about the song is a year ago does, in some ways, it's a long period of time. And on the other hand, it's really not that long. It's long enough to feel something. And to, and to have a lot of different ups and downs, perhaps, and it's long enough for it to be a struggle, but it's not your whole life either. So uh, th- that came through for me on the song and just the idea of process, yeah. right? The idea of that the yeah. things are. Yeah, very true. And the notion just that you've made, you're going from a pivot point of a low point ascending, but it's still in process and there's, there's a fight involved, right? There's a battle. Sometimes you battle through. The, the emotion of something or the discouragement of something or the uncertainty of something. I think you talk about that in the lyrics as far yeah. as, um, you know, looking to the one who is your portion, right? So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, the original, original concept of the song was supposed to be a conversation between me and, you know, the devil or the enemy. That was the original idea. It was, that, it was this concept that I'm speaking things to me, I'm speaking back to him. When I got done writing it, it felt a little too on the nose. 
and that's kind of where I took it and expanded it from there. So even when I ended up actually recording it, it was just a whole different. You know, I was changing the lyrics on the spot. You know, so. I bet. I bet. Now the uh, the whosoever whosoever South uh, comes in, t- and, and this is also part of the the beauty of it because uh, now whosoever South is that his name or is he part of a group? The guy who was in the video. That is a group. That's him, his wife, and another guy. But on the song, it's just him. Yeah. Him. And what's his name? Does he go, does he make that public? His name is Rowdy. Robbie. That's, yeah, Rowdy. Rowdy Eunice. That's actually his real name. It's not a nickname. Robbie, what's his last name? Eunice. Like E-U-N-I-C-E? Yep, that's it. Robbie that's Eunice. Right. I was wondering, why does he capitalize his name? Like, whosoever south. It's like KJ have to do with his... It's like, you don't have to yell. It's whosoever south. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's funny too. I mean, even the the song, the video had a story behind it. Um, yeah. You know, I drove up to where he lives, which is in Southeast Georgia. The same guy that produced uh, a majority of that track, the same guy that shot and edited the video. So, you know, he lives in Southeast Georgia. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, we had done a previous song a couple of years prior called "More You Left Me." Yes. Well, it turns out his neighbor had started playing it while he was simultaneously battling, battling addiction. So he was playing this this "More You Left Me" song out loud. Constantly, and then you know, essentially battling addiction simultaneously. So the neighbor doesn't even realize that this guy's on that song, right? And so he, he hits me, he's like, Yeah, I believe he was playing this track over and over and over, uh, while simultaneously, you know, his life's on a downward spiral. And I thought, what, what, you know, what are the chances, right? I said, Well, go talk to them. Two guys, and they meet each other, and all this craziness. Well, as I'm driving up, he says, Hey, dad's on his deathbed. You may not make it until the next day. As I'm driving, Whoa. So right before we start the video, we went straight over there, and, you know, he's literally on a deathbed. He is essentially, you know, breathing a glass, he's got a mask on, hospice is there, all that stuff. And, you know, we got to pray with him and share the gospel with him, and he passed by the next day. So crazy, just made me re-realize how music, sorry, it was that night, my friend Fred just went out with me that day. Um, it was that evening. And um, it shows me the power of the song. And even, you know, even the video where we're kind of like, we're walking through this sort of cemetery and then we end up in this chapel, you know, that was all like literally spontaneous. I mean, we just drove, found a place, started shooting, you know, a lot of symbolism, you know, death, resurrection, life, starting over, wrestling, yes. for God, you know, all that stuff. So uh, I highly recommend folks uh, just tuning in. KJ52 is our guest and uh, you can look him up on KJ52.com. He's talking about uh, the latest song he has out called One Year Ago. Just if you if you look on YouTube one year ago, uh, KJ52, or if you can throw in whosoever South is part of the title too, is who's in the group or in the video. I showed it to a, a young friend of ours, a teenager. She saw it. She's like, I love this video. First time through. I really appreciate it. And um, But just to clarify, you're saying the person in the video is still fine, who is alive. The person who shot the video. Uh, that, no, no, no. This was his neighbor. It was his neighbor that passed away. Just clarifying yeah. to make sure I, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I have to say, it was just crazy that his neighbor was a fan and was using this song as therapy. And then, you know, this happens over several years. And then we, you know, I never meet the guy until the day he passes away. Because that was the day I drove up to shoot the video. Yeah, and the, it was just crazy. And, and the song that he, his neighbor had been listening to was More of You, Less of Me, which you did with Whosoever right. South a few years ago. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And that song was the first time I saw it as well. Uh, John three thirty. You, you know our son Tim, who's now twenty two, hard to believe. But in the, in the brim of his baseball hat, he has John three thirty written 
you know, he must become greater. I must become less. And yeah. th- that's how you cap that video off. So, yeah, so it, this this is what I mean is just introducing folks to you. I never like to assume people know some folks love your music, know you for a long time. But for those who don't, I encourage you to yeah. look up KJ's music. He's got many albums. Some of the songs are really fun and goofy and uh, are just uh, somewhere in the middle. And then other songs are, are much deeper and, and have a lot more to them. Even the goofy, fun songs, so to speak, are kind of the middle ones, have an element to them. In fact... Uh, one that I would say is kind of in the middle. I want to just play a, a quick clip of right here. We'll let you get going. It's a, probably got a lot going on, but uh, that leads into our sports report. This is from the Behind the Music album, and I'm just I queued it up to the point where uh, you're, you're. It's called the song is called Things I Like. So folks, just tuning in, uh, give this a quick listen. I'm going to play it for a moment here. KJ's uh, song Things I Like. Sees a lot of things I like, but only one thing I love. Cause there's a lot of things I like, but only one thing I love, like Saturdays and just waking up late, I like things right away, cause I don't like the way I like Tasty cakes and Philly cheesesteaks and the Tampa Bay Bucks and Miami Hurricane. Did we hear that right there? There's more that you go on and talk about. But that part, right, captures the heart of our conversation, like Philly cheesesteaks, Tasty Cakes, so you've endeared yourself to the greater Philadelphia you audience. You just play that, you just play that, because you know that you're the one that turned me on to those two things. That was, you know... <laughs> That was very self-serving. And but, I'm okay with that. No, but the <laughs> and I love it. But the Tampa Bay Bucks reference, like, oh man, come right? on, man, Super Bowl. Come on, I'm not. And you know what? I've been growing a beard. I don't know what this has anything to do with Brady, but I refused to shave until Brady went to the Super Bowl. I've, I've said this on all my social media. The, the amount of salt that's being thrown my way is just heinous. Really, you know, it's not cool. Yeah. Well, come on, we haven't been back since '02. You know, like so. I mean, this is the year to be in your 40s and be from Tampa Bay. Like, this is the only year. That's the only where you could be in your 40s and be from Tampa. Forty-year-old Tampa are winning this year. And to clarify, <laughs> KJ is you know based in Tampa, longtime fan yep. fan of of the, the Buccaneers and a couple other sports teams yep. too. On a scale from yep. one to ten, one being indifferent completely, teenager indifferent, and ten being positively giddy. How did you feel when you heard the hometown Bucks had signed Brady? Man, so like I'm in a, I'm literally in a discipleship training group, right? That I'm supposed to lead, right? <laughs> right, and, I, and, then, and then like at my table are people that you know, I was supposed to be an example to, and da da da, da and we're both like huge Bucks fans, and we're just well, actually they're they're from Massachusetts, so they're huge Brady fans, and we're both like I got my like my phone is open, and I just keep hitting refresh to <laughs> look at the score. <laughs> Oh, I was just like, wow, I could really get in trouble right now. So you're supposed and to be teaching a class? It, it's like it's hovering. I'm, I, I'm not watching the game. I'm just watching the score, right? So I keep refreshing the page. Yeah. Because the score was down. You know, they could have scored or whatever. And then I'm watching. It's like stuck at 130, and the score is like they're down by four. And I'm like, oh, this is getting shipped at any moment. And then when I saw the final, I'm like, I couldn't even rejoice because I'm like, I got to get focused here. But I looked at the other person, and I just threw up the dub sign. <laughs> well, you you got a good one. Obviously, the, I guess the greatest of all time, especially if he wins on, on Super Bowl Sunday against the Chiefs. So, we'll uh, yeah. we'll see how that goes. Then I can finally shave and start looking, as my wife likes to say, like Tom Hanks and Castaway. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'll appreciate it. Well, and later in the song, I won't play it here, but later in the, the song we just played there, things I like. You cap it off by saying. 
there's a lot of things I like, but there's only, but you know, there's one, one, one who you love the, the most, the Lord himself. Yeah. So you yeah. have a lot of fun with it. Right. And, but keep things in perspective. So absolutely. now listen, before we let you get rolling, uh, the forecast real quick, sunny, sunny here, but 29, what's it like for you? Oh man. I think it's, uh, what's the weather like right now, baby? 60 times late, late, late 60s. But it's, 60. so, I mean, we're all in shorts. I'm chilling. It's in the 60s, right? Yeah, great. Well, I think it's late. I think it's pushing 70. I don't know. It's gorgeous, though. So. <laughs> Congratulations. We may get snow on Mon- a Sunday and Monday around here. Have you had snow hey. in Tampa? I don't know what the snow, I don't know the snow thing you speak of. I, I live in South of Florida, actually. I'm two hours south of Tampa, but I'm, you know, Tampa's my hometown. Yeah. But no, I don't, I, even in all my time living there, I've never seen snow. Someone told me, like, in 1988, there was, like, a drop that fell but melted before it hit the ground, so no. Wow. So you've only seen that on your travels. Never, never wake up and look, Yeah, kids. not until I was 21. Yep. That's crazy. The other th- the real quick thing, uh, just completing our report, your Flyers won last night 3-1, and the Sixers are at Minnesota tonight at 8. And the real reason I wanted to do a little quick sports thing here is because the Philly is officially announcing the signing of your doppelganger today, JT Real Muto. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but, you know, at this point, I look like every generic white male. Listen, you should know because he was a catcher for the Marlins for a while. And now he's. Listen, I keep telling you this. If you're from here, you don't pay attention to baseball. We put it here for people like you to move down here. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. I mean, he's the best catcher in baseball. He's been with the Phils, I guess, for a couple of seasons. And they. (laughs) Okay, never mind. Forget it. Uh, But you do have to look it up or tell your kids to look it up. Okay. JT Real Muto and KJ52. And you could, Actually, you know, it's funny. Someone sent me a picture of some Phillies. That's it. It was a Phillies guy. It was a, no, no, not him. There's a Phillies guy that shaved his face into what was called the monkey tail. Oh, that's that's like a yeah, that's a, a, a facial thing where you, you've got yeah, your I, some Phillies baseball player that has the monkey tail, and I was told that that's how I have to celebrate the Bucks winning is a monkey tail facial haircut, which I barely have enough hair on my face to make it work. But <laughs> well. Have fun with that if you do. What snacks will, will. be a, what snacks will be on the KJ five two dining room table that day for the Super Bowl? Any special recipe we should learn about? Well, actually, you know this is what's the beauty of it all. I'll be in Tampa that day. I'm actually uh, performing at a church for Super Bowl Sunday in Tampa, which is a church that I've done stuff with for almost twenty five years. So uh, nice. for me, if I'm in Tampa, what's on the dinner table is there's no there's no question what it's going to be. It's going to be a Cuban sandwich. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, you know what? Yeah. And you have rice and beans in your song, The Things I Like. You mentioned that, too. Where'd the rice and beans love come for you? <laughs> well, it's funny. The girl back, like, I don't think I would eat like that now. I don't think I would eat a tasty cake or a cheesecake. Like, oh, that would be like a celebration meal. But, I mean, that's just Caribbean food. Like, you know, growing up with, you know, Cubans and Puerto Ricans, like, every Caribbean person had some variation of rice and beans. Like, it's just a staple, you know? Okay. So, well, you know, yeah. my wife, Tina, is from, from Brazil, and rice and beans is yeah. very important there. And when I first heard about rice and beans, I thought, this is kind of, I mean, I, before I tasted it, I thought rice and beans sounds boring. Give me, you know, burgers oh and fries. How dare you, sir? I, I, you know what? <laughs> how? The gall. Right? You know, that's what God gave us adobo for, okay? <laughs> the adobo, you, you put that on everything. I'm adobo? Adobo. Ugh. Sorry. I don't know what it is. The caucasity, you know? My, my wife 
but she put some pork in there, some other stuff. Uh, now it's like yeah, really yeah. good. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to flavor that thing. Yeah, you don't just eat plain white rice and black beans. Like that would be super boring. Yes. Oh man, you got to like you got you could you know throw a couple leaves in there to flavor it. Um, it depends. You see, that's the thing. Like all Caribbean cultures eat that, but they all eat it differently. So it just depends on which version. Okay. Um, you know, you might go yellow rice if you're from Spain. You know, Spain, Spain derivative is yellow rice. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, it just, it just depends. But that's the beauty of it. Yeah, man. Well, for the that's, record, uh, yeah, Abuelita, Abuelita, she just gives you giant helping to that. You'll never go. You'll never go hungry. For the record, it was yeah. only my impression. Once I had my first bite, I'm like, oh, this is better than I thought. Yeah. I just thought there you go. it didn't there you sound go. all that exciting on the on the front end, and then oh. I'm like, oh, never, never too late, never too late to grow. It'd be only appropriate to uh, say goodbye to you as I play our music, our theme song for this program. We open pretty much every show with, uh, which is "Birthday" from one of which album's birthday on? That's on Jonah Part Two. All right, so if folks want to buy KJ's Jonah Part Two album. You'll get this. This is just the beginning of the song "Birthday" looped, and um, yeah. so that's that's appropriate way to say sayonara hasta la pasta have a wonderful weekend thank you for thank you for joining our famous friday show kj and again big encouragement check out the song one year ago i think you'll be blessed by uh kickstarter i didn't ask you about that is it going to be part of a full-blown it's full-blown album at some point right yeah well it's over kickstarter's over it's already wrapped uh we did almost 300 percent funded um records done it's being mastered as i speak um and then just, uh, you know, just how you drop music now these days is just so odd. I mean, I've, I've debated just singles. Singles seem to get in people's, you know, wheelhouse easier. Yes. You know, the singles give and drink. So I thought, oh, yeah, just keep dropping. They'll drop the album as singles. You know, it's my, part of my idea. But then, huh. you know, there's still some old school peeps that are like, oh, I want to hear the whole thing. But it's just, you know, it just it gets people burn through music so fast, you know. Okay. True. And there's a but, and there was a double uh, re, there's a remix album possible with this or is that yeah, not happening? Yeah, yeah, there is. And so that's funny that you were talking about all the old songs. I basically took you know almost six or seven and either redid them or remixed them. And then I have a few songs that are um, unreleased. So I'm going to do another record simultaneously called Remixes, Rarities, and, and Remakes. Nice. So okay. Yeah, people helped me fund a double album. Basically, what they did. So. Okay. Yeah. KJ52.com for all the info, keeping up with them. You just type it yeah. in and follow them on social media and everything, too. It's a pleasure, my friend. Always great to talk to you. Go Bucks, I right. guess. I'm kind of rooting for Brady in a weird way. I don't mind Come if he on, wins. Come on, man. We're three-point underdogs. <laughs> I don't mind if he wins, actually. I, I actually don't. Tampa, Tampa is the perennial underdog. I mean, we, are, we put the lower and lower middle class, you know? <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Enjoy your weekend. Greetings to your family. Thanks, brother. Thanks, brother. All right. Bye-bye. All right. KJ52 on our fine, famous Friday program. And, again, the song One Year Ago, brand new. We played it earlier in the program, and I encourage you to check it out and listen through the lyrics multiple times. I, I really, I just not just because I know him, but I think you'll find it encouraging, the different themes that are through there, including perseverance and trusting in God uh, when you're not sure what at which end is up and fighting through maybe some of the voices in your head that are discouraging and uh, and really putting your hand in God's hand and, and walking with him, even when you're not sure which direction uh, you're going, your hand's in his, and, and he'll lead you. Quick break. We'll wrap up our fine broadcast with, among other things, our uh, Now That's Punny segment. It's on the way next on WFIL. Thanks for listening in today.
Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. It is 4.55 on the Tim DeMoss Show. And before we do our pun segment, neglected to mention a lot going on today. That the Eagles officially announced their new head coach, Nick Sirianni, comes to the uh, Eagles most recently from the Indianapolis Colts. And it was a Zoom call earlier today. Hopped on that. Was just listening in as owner Jeffrey Lurie spoke. Here's what he had to say about the new head coach. Somebody that knew the game as well as anybody. Football IQ off the charts. A grinder. Somebody that had an unlimited work ethic and a desire to be great. Always had coaching in mind from his very beginning, his family background, um, his brothers, his dad, of course. And, you know, I, I just think it's somebody who has wanted to excel in this profession for so long, has excelled, and uh, is more than ready to take the next step. Sirianni himself on being coming part of the Eagles family now. I'm just so excited to be here. It's just such a great support staff here, the people in place here, the great a great culture that Mr. Lori mentioned. It's just it's just a wonderful organization. It's a first class organization. And I just look to continue to build on that culture that they have here. The core values that I believe in that are important to any good team that I really want to make sure that we that we have here with with the Philadelphia Eagles. Are one The one is to connect with each other, connect with each other. That's so important to me is that we, we, have, a, we have a building here where everyone's connecting. Coaches are connecting to coaches. Players are connecting to players, and coaches are connecting to players. When you have that connection, when you build these connections, you, you end up, you'll end up pushing a little bit harder for someone that you know and someone that you care for and someone that you love, and that's what we want to try to develop. And I get to be a part of a team. All of us, everybody in this building, we're a part of a team. I'm 39 years old. I'm a part of a team. That's unbelievable, right? And, and we all should feel so lucky to be a part of that team. And, that's, and when you can get that connection, that's a special part of, of an organization, a special part of a, of a team. And all the best teams that I've ever been a part of had that connection. So look forward to doing that with the, with the people here in Philadelphia. Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni on a Zoom call earlier today. And Victoria, after a pump up like that, there's only one thing we can do. E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles! In our abbreviated pun segment, Victoria, a recent study has found that women who carry a little extra weight live longer than the men who mention it. Before I criticize a man, I like to walk a mile in his shoes. That way, when I do criticize him, I'm a mile away and I have his shoes. What? Today, a man knocked on my door and asked for a small donation towards the local swimming pool. So I gave him a glass of water. (laughs) Being a tough critic today. I saw an ad for burial plots this week, and I thought to myself, this is the last thing I need. Give you that. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful weekend. Jim Max and Max 413 Ministries leads a prayer next. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.